Then the splash, she will murk us. Pussy niggas talking on that slack, we will murk us. Hungry ass niggas, I told two hamburgers. Who won't be? Who won't be? If I bring it to your front door, and now you seem nervous. Two seats swerving. Traffic to hell with it, shit, you can't die with it. Can't go to jail with it, might as well wild in it. Passing it, feeling it. Me, I excel, feel tell and tell with it. Get a nigga something, tell them bitches smelling like money. I put four course feelings. The fam at the table got a four course dinner. Young money, cash money, throw confetti on the winners. And yet he understood us when we told him break it off. This case don't talk, one word will be a wall. And your platoon can't handle the destruction. Peace, love, and life. And peace, love, and light. Welcome to another installment of 30 Talk. I am your host, Him Not Them. Got to give and always will a shout out to the ancestors, the elders, listeners, likers, and subscribers. Can't show the hate, no love. As always, drink your water, eat your grains. We are here, we are live, and we are in full effect. That was the sounds of Lil Wayne blowing up fast off his The Suffix mixtape. I think that mixtape came out came out when I was in high school. I think it was like my senior year. And I was driving to school, you know what I'm saying? I had my Ford Taurus, tinted out. And that's when you had to get your CD players installed in the car. You understand? And I had my CD playing there. And the suffix, 50 Cent's The Massacre album, T.I. and Go-Go was the only thing getting played in my car. <laughs> at that time period and Gogo was in heavy rotation we was pulling up to all the locations you understand me but Lil Wayne this album in particular this mixtape in particular excuse me just takes me back to a time where I was listening to this before you know my high school football games or listening to this before the track meets and this was a body of music that you know takes me back to a time period where I hold my fondest memories. And I might be rambling for the first part of the installment. Excuse me, family. But I went to this mixtape in particular because the timeline was tripping. <laughs> I had a sporadic, nostalgic moment because the timeline was talking about something that I had no, I couldn't comprehend, I should say. And I guess the tweet was that Little Wayne doesn't have, that Little Wayne doesn't have a mixtape that aged well. And I was like, huh? There might be a lot of bodies of music that didn't age well by artists, but that's how it is. Music changed, the environment changed, things things do change. But to say that Lil Wayne doesn't have bodies of music that didn't age well is crazy, especially when he was at his apex. And I felt, and I feel like Lil Wayne's best mixtapes are the ones when he rapping on other people's beats. The suffix, the droughts, the dedications, no ceilings, sorry for the wait, like, and those are different mixtapes that range from at least 2005 all the way to 2014, 15, you understand? And that's a long period of time to be rapping, especially how Lil Wayne was giving it up. So to say that Lil Wayne doesn't have bodies of music that didn't age well was crazy. And that person was getting chewed up in the comments. I just had to make sure that people understood that that was just some blasphemous shit. <laughs> Excuse my French. And that brought me to play one of my favorite Lil Wayne tracks from when he was ascending to be top five dead or alive. Greetings and salutations. Hopefully the family is doing well. We're going to hop right into it. 
we are approaching the end of the 2021-2022 academic school year. Always a bittersweet feeling. I think about I think about the schools that I've worked and the students I've came across throughout the years and I feel like this year has has its own wrinkle, right? It's it's shown me what I'm capable of doing, I should say. It was my first year teaching elementary, so it kind of, you know, threw me for a loop because I never really de- dealt with the four the four year olds up to probably like nine or ten. I felt most comfortable with middle school and high school up until this year. With the youngins, they they have their you know they have their own whatevers, but I feel like seeing them mature into like young people is kind of cool. Um, I didn't expect that. I, I went I went into it having all the worst thoughts, and I always wanted to remind myself that I never want to go and in, go into anything automatically thinking the worst. And this opportunity, this school year opportunity, showed me that because I felt like I could have been somewhere else, or I could have been. It could have been beneficial for me to be somewhere else, but I needed to be where I was. The reason why I bring that up is because we often think that where we are in the immediate doesn't have any impact on what we are striving for down the line. Um, whenever I have an opportunity to speak in front of kids, especially towards the end of the school year, I always try to leave lasting impressions because the summertime, you know, what they say. Idle time is idle time is the devil's playground, and I want them to at least have some some knowledge of understanding before they make any type of decisions. And when I sit in front of them to talk, I think about the things that I would say to myself. And I think for me, what I've learned this school year that I shared with them is that we can't expect to want, or I'm sorry, we can't expect to gain anything if we don't understand where we are currently. I can't have more until I understand what I have. And this school year taught me that. This school year, I finished three books. Um, I haven't read a book from cover to cover probably since college. You understand what I'm saying? And for me to even have the the mental stamina to read three books, I'm like, wow, I never thought I'd do that. Yes, it was information that I found intriguing, and that was the key. That's the secret. I'm not sitting here bragging about my academic prowess. What I'm doing is trying to expose levels of confidence that we all have once we find our lane, once we find our purpose. And we can skip some steps to try to get to our desired result, but the beauty the beauty's in the journey. And once we once we find that understanding, you know, it can be beneficial. This school year was a culmination of all of that, Find, uh, solidifying purpose, being patient, um, having, having the opportunity to see another side of the world, and to be thankful for what you have. Here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. We have to sit back and reflect and take time to do that. I've, I've learned that thus far in 2022. Excuse me for rambling, but as we go into this installment, I just want to set the precedent of what we're going to be discussing, and we're going to be discussing our journey, discussing our purpose, something that we always do, but with a different wrinkle. And 
before I give out any type of information, I want to be transparent. I want to be open. I want to, as some would say, be vulnerable, but I just want to be, I just want to be real. And if I can be real in this space, people can accept the information that comes from this space. And I'll just leave that there. Um, as I queue up our song for our first break, we're going to be talking about a hero's journey. We're going to talk about some melanated heroes. And we're going to talk about how we can unlock the hero in us. Our first break. Yes, family, that was Joey Badass, Head High. I've always liked some music. I always like listening. I also like to listen to him when I'm scrolling my socials and I'm looking at reels and people are posting clips from his interviews that he has. As of late, he's always been enlightened. He's always been one of those individuals that was one step ahead when we talk about consciousness. You understand? Um, I, be I believe one of his tracks was called Christ Consciousness, and that's just a term that you learn through through wisdom and understanding. And he is always an individual that I'll choose to turn to when I'm looking for a message or when I'm blinded by society and I want to find a message. I always go in his direction along with a few other artists that, you know, who can, artists who can be beacons of light in such muggy and cloudy waters, you understand? And it's okay to, you know, indulge in all types of um, vibrations, I should say, but it's always best for us to keen into the vibrations that elevate us and that doesn't stagnate us. Just want to remind the family that it's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to smile. It's okay to ask for help. We are in 2022, inflation's inflating, you know, a lot of, a lot of things are happening that we can't really put our hands on, put our, like, put one finger on, so I don't want the family to feel bombarded, that's what this corporation does, it, it just gives us a whole lot of stimulus, and we are left to try to figure out which stimuli is worth our attention, our focus things of that nature. And here at 30 Talk, we're all about solutions. We're trying to find ways to slow down so we're not caught up in that madness. And we have to not only find knowledge of self, but study our enemy and, and understand how, how, they put, how they put their ducks in order and, and what, what they choose to do in, in war. <laughs> I hate to break it down to us in a war aspect, but that's what it is. We are in battle. We are fighting for our mental freedom. We're, we're fighting for our own financial freedom. We're fighting to be free. 
melanated people in particular. So I don't want us to think that because of all the what we are experiencing, that is the quote unquote end. It's always been the end. <laughs> They've been talking about this since I was young. Now I'm the same age as the people telling the youngins that the world coming to end. It wasn't like this when I was young. People were saying that before I was born. And people were saying that when I was young. And the only difference is that the meta and social media has exposed what we are, what what the socials and what the meta has done has exposed the corporation for all this dirty deeds. That it doesn't just happen in our hometown, that it's happening around the country and around the planet. And I say all that to say, we have to focus on what our journey is amongst all that. That's the reason why they bombard us with so much shit, because it keeps us from fulfilling our journey. Our keeps us from fulfilling our purpose and walking and enjoying our journey. Around this time, two years ago, I came across some information about a hero's journey. It's about an individual who writes movies, and whenever you see a superhero movie or a storyline that has a male or a female being the hero, it's, it's a certain script that they follow. Luckily for me, when I was coming... Not luckily enough for me. Once I started understanding myself, I started putting myself in a hero's position. Not to save the world. Not to be Captain save a <laughs> You understand? But to save myself. And in order for me to do that, I had to recognize what my journey was. So now I'm able to share what that information is so an individual can help. So I can help an individual find the hero within them. And one of the first steps in our hero's journey is that we have to recognize our call to adventure. The call to adventure is just basically what is the superhero going to do in this movie? You see the latest, I ain't going to say the latest Spider-Man, the Spider-Man that I can remember. When he finally was comfortable with his powers, he was comfortable being a superhero, but he wanted Mary Jane. So his call to adventure was deciding if he wanted to be Spider-Man or be Peter Parker and be with Mary Jane. As individuals, we have to understand what our adventure is, what our purpose is. And for a lot of us, we find our purpose in the lights of somebody else's. And that can be, you know, influential, but it can also be detrimental. We have to fulfill our journey and not have a carbon copy of someone else's. That's, that usually happens when we refuse our call, right? After we recognize what the purpose of our journey is, sometimes we defer away from that. I'm sorry, we deter away from that for numerous reasons. Um, scared of failure, scared of succeeding, scared of what other people will say. So we will refuse our call to adventure. Our insecurities will come to the surface. And at this stage, that's when we have to start focusing on what we're actually trying to do and what we're doing it for. A lot of our insecurities and fears come into play when we don't know exactly why we're doing X, Y, and Z. I don't want to put us in a bubble where our purpose is solely one thing. A purpose can be a numerous of things. But if we can't zero in on why we want to accomplish these things, we will shy away from the light that's supposed to guide us. You understand? And I don't want us to be afraid of that light. During our hero's journey, we have to find mentors. And a mentor is not just someone that you look up to, per se, but someone that is 
moving in the space that you desire to move in. If I want to be a great baseball player, I shouldn't be listening to rappers <laughs> tell me, telling me how to play baseball. Oh, but they're, they're my mentors. I look up to them. They have the life that I want. But they're not necessarily doing and moving in the space that I'm moving in. I can be inspired by someone. But when we speak about mentors, we have to start looking at people who are doing what we desire to do. Those are individuals that can be considered mentors. We can have people that we look up to and idolize. But once we start putting these idols on a pedestal and praising them, we're, we're losing steps and we're prolonging our hero's journey. As we move through the journey, I'm not going to go through all the steps. But when, once we cross the threshold, as far as once we start pursuing our purpose or whatever goal we're trying to um, achieve in that particular moment, once we cross that threshold, there's no going back. We, we often start getting momentum in certain areas. And then once it gets a little bit too hard, once we have committed ourselves, once we've crossed that threshold, we want to turn back and we can't. Once we prepared ourselves to cross that threshold, we have to rely on our 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 abilities and not our inabilities to continue through our hero's journey. For me as an individual, I feel like crossing that crossing the threshold is like like key. It's real easy to get to that threshold, but it's difficult to cross it. And I don't want us to get so far in our journey that we start to turn back once we get close enough to touch it. And then a new set of responsibilities kick in. As I often remind the family, growth requires change, but change doesn't necessarily require growth. So if we're trying to grow in a space, there are some responsibilities that will come that we are unprepared for, that we, that we are not prepared for. But... Once we are prepared to cross that threshold, the responsibilities that come our way won't be a shock because we prepared for it. And I'll leave that there. Look into the information of Hero's Journey. You can find it on the internet. This is just a brief synopsis, I would say, of the information and how I perceive it. And if you want to have a conversation with me, him underscore not underscore them on the IG, and we can discuss and compare notes about our, about our hero's journey, our last break. Yes, family, that was Masego and Shanisa, Silver Tongue Devil. I've always liked Masego. Always been a vibe. I like the fact that he's uh, a true artist, plays an instrument and sings. And I always 
got to give individuals with that type of musical talent a spotlight. To close this out, I just want to remind the family that we have a purpose. We are here for a reason, and it's okay to cross that threshold. You understand? Um, take that next step. Find individuals who are moving in the space that you are moving in and channel in, channel and tap into that. It's the summertime. People are outside. It's a little expensive to be outside, but there's nothing wrong with enjoying good vibes and opportunities. You understand? We've been, some would say, in quarantine these last two years, and people want an opportunity to get back to what was, but things have changed. And I don't want us to be so pressed to get outside that we end up doing something that we've outgrown. You understand? Take this opportunity to be outside and do something different. Um, if being in the, in the spots was what you was doing before the quarantine, find nice parks. If you was in the parks, see what's up in the club, <laughs> right? It's nothing wrong with balance. Duality. Two things can occur at the same time, all right? And I want us to tap into that. To close this out, there was, there is a hero that I want to highlight. An individual that did great things here in the DMV. Someone that I didn't know nothing about until this year. And that elder ancestor's name is Lee A. Jordan. He was an athlete, a coach. And during his time, he was known as the ambassador to the young people. Growing up in the Tacoma Park area of the DMV, in 1918, he moved his family to Tacoma Park, where he was born and raised. Um, he, his wife, Helen Warren, raised five children. He worked in schools. He worked as a coach. He was basically, some would call, the second mayor of Tacoma Park. And it's so crazy, whenever I learn about someone who, who has done great things in my area, I have, to, I have to shine a light on that. And this individual in particular um, gives me a nostalgic moment because I think about all the coaches that I had and the individuals that helped me become the young man that I was and the man that I am today. The individuals that this man's name is associated with is a major league baseball shortstop by the name of Sonny Jackson, um, an individual who was known as a cyclist, Steve Barber, um, and a name that stood out to me was Steve Francis, who played for the Houston Rockets, was in all the dunk contests. He was rocking the he was rocking the We Are One apparel when he was in the league. Right, he was putting on for back home, and Lee A. Jordan was a individual who gets kudos for helping Steve Francis become the individual that he is today. Especially with us talking about talking about our hero's journey and meeting our mentor and finding individuals who are moving in a space that we are trying to conduct in. I use Lee A. Jordan as an example because that's someone who. I aspire to one day be remembered remembered like, you know, I am self-proclaimed <laughs> ambassador of the young people only because I see that right in front of me. But with me being an educator, I take pride in being someone who encourages the youth. And I want my name to be etched in stone 
like this elder Lee A. Jordan. Um, to close this out, I just want us to think about some things. If we're going to continue on our hero's journey, if we're going to live with purpose, there's a few ideas that I want us to have so we can make a decisive decision and leave the insecurities and fear and the fears we have on the wayside. The first thing we have to understand is that people do not decide their futures. Um, our habits, our thoughts, how we view, that determines our future. That's why the future is in our hands, right? If we choose to fall for our inabilities, our insecurities, and our fears, we will create um, a perspective that can become difficult to change. If we want to be successful in any rate, how we think and how we view determines that. And our future isn't decided by us. It's decided by what we choose to do. Because if it's left, it is decided by us. I take that back. Left to our own recognizance. If we was to do what we always wanted to do, we would never get what we want. It's not until we change how we view and change our habits and our inabilities that we start moving towards the future that we want. And then there's three P's that come into effect when we, that comes into effect when we're talking about having a successful future. Purpose, priority, and productivity. They all coincide. For me, the P that I'm going to focus on is productivity. We have to be consistent in what we produce. That will, how can I best say, our, our productivity determines our future the most because what we put in is what we get out. We have to be consistent in what we put in so what we get out of it can keep us not only afloat, but keep us moving through our hero's journey. That goes into what priority means and what it doesn't mean. We have to realize what we put in, what we have to realize what we are putting first or what we are putting onus on. You understand? And our productivity determines what we put. Excuse me, because I'm <laughs> getting excited. Our productivity is determined by our priority. If we are putting the wrong things in front of each other, then our productivity will suffer. And that in turn ruins our purpose. So when we speak about having a productive future, we have to look at the three P's, but not from purpose, priority, productivity, but working from the bottom up. We have to realize that our consistency in being, in being productive starts with how we prioritize our steps, something that we've talked about before. But if our priorities are messed up, our productivity will be messed up. Then in turn, our journey will be more strenuous than we would like it to be. And I'll just leave that there. Us as individuals, we have to find our hero's journey. I'm sorry, we have to recognize our hero's journey. And in order for us to do that, we have to realize that our priorities determine our productivity. I'm your host to him, not them. And if you really want to have this conversation with me, you got to talk to me 30. Peace.